guys, welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view. All right, today's show topics. NFL quarterbacks on the move. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, Teddy Bridgewater. What's that all mean for the Bengals and Andy Dalton? Cincinnati Reds are on TV again today versus the Seattle Mariners. And my Columbus Blue Jackets are on a downhill slide. Not liking it too much. Oh, yeah, and Kentucky and Xavier, they both played. <laughs> That's for my Xavier and Kentucky fans. You never say anything about them. Well, there you go. Lots of stuff to get to. All right, NFL news. As I said, I keep saying NFL news. No news yet. But more talk and more rumors. It sounds like, well, Drew Brees, not sound like Drew Brees has come out and said that he's going to stay with the Saints. So that... He's off the board. Like I said, Tom Brady, I would be completely floored if he leaves New England. I don't think Robert Kraft wants him to go. I honestly think, I think Belichick is ready for him to go. I think he wants to prove he can do this without him. Now, how does this affect Andy Dalton? Well, as far as New England goes, I think if Tom Brady does not come back, I really do think there's a very good chance that the Bengals and New England could do a deal. But... The more I hear, it just sounds like Brady's going back. Okay, so that brings us to Philip Rivers and Teddy Bridgewater. Now, Philip Rivers has actually moved him and his 25 kids. I don't think he has 25, but he's got like nine or something like that. Um, moved them to Florida. And the talks I've been hearing is, um, since he's down there, that the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers might be interested in him. Just because of the stuff that uh, the Buccaneers head coach is coming out and said that they haven't made a, de- a definite decision on on uh, Winston yet. And honestly, I think 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, I really think he needs to go somewhere else and get a fresh start. Now, if somebody's going like, to give him a starting job right off the bat, I don't know. Now, Bridgewater, to me, is out of the bunch. I mean, once you take um, Breeze and you take Brady out of it, I honestly think he's the best one out of there because I liked him when he was in Louisville. I thought he was a good college quarterback then and he had a great like year and a half, I think, in Minnesota. And then he won five five games for the Saints this year. So I really think he's the key. I mean, he's the one that nobody knows where he's going to go. So honestly, I think the Bengals are going to wait because I said this on the uh, Bengals podcast, the Orange and Black podcast, which is a really good show. You should ch- check it out. Uh, one of the guys on there made a good point. The Bengals move for nobody, which not always a bad thing. You know, they're going to make sure they're going to do their due diligence and they're going to make sure they get the best trade for Andy Dalton. And they're also trying to consider the best place for Andy Dalton, which is going to, could be kind of hard to do both, but I think it's great that they're trying to do that for him. Now, my thoughts, I could see him going a couple places. My, my two biggest would be either Indianapolis or, or Chicago. Indianapolis, because they have an awesome offensive line. Now, which is funny, they should have had that a couple years ago. Maybe Andrew Luck would still be playing. So note the Bengals, you draft Joe Burrow, get an offensive line so he doesn't retire in seven years like Andrew Luck did. So anyway, they have a good offensive line. They have a good weapons around them. That's a good spot for them. And then Chicago Bears, basically all their, both these teams, the Colts and the Bears, all they're missing is a quarterback. And no, Andy Dalton is not going to go there 
and light it up. That's just not him. But he can go there and he can manage the game and make very smart throws. And he can win you some games. And hopefully for you, wherever he goes, can win you a playoff game. Didn't work for us. But I guess I don't think it's totally Andy's fault. There are other players on there. And like I said, Marvin Lewis never won a playoff game. So anyway, getting back to what I was saying. The interesting thing with, with the rest of them, like Phillip Rivers. I don't know. Like I guess I'm hearing rumors that Tampa Bay might be interested in him. And honestly, I don't know how much he's got left. I mean, he didn't look all that great uh, in in San Diego last year. So I'd be surprised if anybody signs him for any more than two years. I mean, he's in his 40s. I mean, I know guys are playing longer. But out of the ones that are in his age, I mean, uh, Eli Manning got drafted in the same draft. He's retired. Uh, ben Roethlisberger was injured all last year. Who knows what he's going to be like this year. So he's getting up there. So I don't know if that's a good spot, but you can look at this way. They could sign the Tampa Bay Bucks, could sign Phillip Rivers and make a trade for Andy. And if Phillip doesn't work, then Andy could come in. I don't know. I'm just talking. Another spot I thought is, is Miami. Because Miami supposedly, I think, if they have a chance to draft to a tongue of Vailoa, they will. Because I think that was their whole reason for dumping the season, which they tried. And ha, my Bengals are better at it than you are. <laughs> Anyway, but um, Tua, I would be surprised if he plays this year. I think he'll get drafted, and if that team is smart, you want to make sure that guy is healthy because I'm sorry, he's injury-prone. So you got to make sure that you have an offensive line. So the other good thing with Andy Dalton's contract, he signed for one more year, and it's a team-friendly contract, so it's not that much money. So this team could hopefully give us, the Bengals, a second-round pick would be great. I think it's probably more like a third round. Give that to us, and you can go there, and Andy's got a chance to prove himself again. You know, he either does great, and he gets a new contract, or he doesn't do good, and you can cut him. So it's not, I don't think it's too bad or too big of a risk for an NFL team to try to trade with the Cincinnati Bengals to get Andy Dalton. Moving on to the Reds. The Reds are on TV again today on Fox Sports Ohio versus the Seattle Mariners. Now, yesterday, I was all excited. I'm like, all right, cool. We get to watch the Reds and listen to the Reds broadcast and listen to maybe Tom Brenneman or the Cowboy or Chris Welch or somebody. And I'm like, I'm like what is this? It's the California Angels. All right. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Whatever. It's the California Angels. We got to listen to their broadcast. I'm like, well, this... This sucks. I don't want to listen to that. So, for all you guys out there who don't want to listen to that, if you have a DVR on your TV, you can pause the TV because it goes faster than your app on your phone. If you have an app on your phone, you listen to that. It's the uh, MLB uh, Major League app. And you listen to the game, and you can pretty much match up the radio call with the TV better than you ever could on a regular radio because you never could do that. But now you can't. So, that's my advice too. if you guys are by a TV and want to watch the game today. Now, I suggest you really want, want to watch it because there's going to be at least four guys playing today that you would be interested to watch. Joey Votto, Joey Votto Nick Castellanos, Moose, Mike Moustakis, and Sonny Gray is pitching. Also, an interesting thing, yesterday, the Reds got a shortstop in the minor leagues. I didn't even know we had this guy. Jose Garcia. 
all winter last year, all last year, this past winter, all last winter, including myself, we're like, man, we're doing all these moves. We got to get a shortstop, and I'm, I'm still okay with Freddie Galvis. This is no way implying Garcia should, after one game, should play instead of Freddie Galvis. Not saying that at all. But for his first game, he went two for three, two solo home runs. That's pretty good. Hopefully, he'll keep this rolling, and maybe he can get a September call up and potentially be a shortstop going to next year. So, the Cincinnati Brass must have known something. That's why they didn't want to give up, give up the farm to get Jose Lindor. We got this guy in the minor leagues, and that's what is some of the best, the best part of what the Reds did this year. We got all these guys, signed all of them, and we didn't touch our, our minor leagues at all. And if you look, I, and I hate referring to the the uh, not the Astros, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, because I, I can't stand them, but mostly because they win all the time. But if you look at how they run their team, I think that's the way the Reds should do it. Because there's no way in the world that St. Louis is any bigger of a city than Cincinnati. But they are consistently a winning franchise. And how they do it is they don't sign big long-term contracts. They fill in guys. Maybe every once in a while, they might go out and get uh, a big superstar, like Goldschmidt. They got him two years ago, I think. But other than that, they really don't spend a lot of money. They, they get their young pitching, and they got the core, and they have the minor leagues that keeps coming up and keeps replenishing. And that's what the Reds, to me, have set themselves up with this offseason. We set ourselves up to have a very good team, and then if these guys decide to opt out and leave and go somewhere else to get more money, that's fine. We got other guys in the minor leagues that can that can fill in their spot. And by the way they did this offseason, they can do the same thing. You go out and you sign guys who are just as good as the ones you lost for less money. That's how the Reds can stay competitive moving forward. Hopefully that's the way it stays. But it was really, that was the only enjoyable thing about yesterday. They proved The Reds got crushed yesterday. But watching Garcia play shortstop and hit kind of got me a little excited. So, talking about berries out there, you guys uh, interested in rental properties, you're looking for a rental property, or do you have rental properties that just don't want to mess with the management and all that stuff? Well, check out my guys at T Properties. Their website is T Properties, try to get www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. They take care of all the stuff you don't want to take care of. Yeah, the Blue Jackets, they need a management team. No, I'm just kidding. I actually love the Blue Jackets management team, but they they need some kind of team to help them to stop getting injured, and I don't think that exists. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Blue Jackets lost last night 5-4 to four against the Minnesota Wild. They fought back. I mean, the first, I don't know, period, two periods, period and a half was just god-awful hard to watch. I mean, we were fighting in front of our own net, trying to keep the puck out almost the whole game. We had no defense. Our offense wasn't very good and until the third period. And then we scored three goals. We needed four to tie it up, which is really hard to do in an NHL game. And unfortunately, like I said, they lost five to four. Now, I was talking a couple months ago when we're calling the Blue Monsters with all these guys from Cleveland and the AHL affiliate, the uh, Lake Erie or the Cleveland Monsters, came up and I mean that most of them are still on the team because we had so many injuries and we were taking off. We were playing great, playing good defense. 
The one guy we had then that we don't have now and I think is a huge loss, and you're seeing it right now with the, Bear, with the Blue Jackets, is Seth Jones. I mean, I, I don't know if he's been gone for 10 games, but I know in the last 10 games, we are 1-4-5. I mean, Seth Jones, I don't think he gets enough respect for as good of an NHL defenseman that he is. I mean, he is always there. He plays 20, 25 minutes a game. He's always there, always in the right spots, making the right plays, and he makes up for a lot of mistakes, And which we they're showing now, <laughs> you know? So they were on the uphill climb, you know, a couple months ago. Now they're on the downhill. We got to level this off. Can't keep falling. You keep falling too far. We're not going to be able to get back into the playoff picture. So we got to start getting back up there. And it's not the guys haven't quit. If you watch them play, they have not quit. They are trying. You just don't have the horses. You don't have the horses. It is hard. It, that's in any sport. If you don't have the players, you're not going to be very good. You can have the best coach, best manager in the world. And if you have terrible players, you're not going to be any good. And I'm not saying the guys we have are terrible. They're not terrible. It's just they're not NHL caliber players. They're Most of them are from Cleveland. And that's the reason they're in the minor leagues. All right. Today is Wednesday. Hump day. And as always, if you're a regular on my show on Wednesdays, I ask, what's your sports hump? You know, either something getting you through Wednesday or something you're looking forward to on the weekend. Well, me, most time, especially this time of year, it's the UC Bearcats. And they are playing Houston on Sunday. It is a must, well, I, I don't even say it's a must win now. Because at first I'm like, it's a must win, it's a must win. But the more I look at bracketology and stuff, and the more I talk to other Bearcat fans who check out uh, bracketology and Bracket Matrix, and there's all so many websites you can look at for guys uh, picking who's going to go in. But if you look at enough of them, you can kind of make your own decision. And from what they're all saying, it's not a, as important if we win at Houston. We can't lose the other games. We can't lose at Houston and then lose to Temple. And I think South Florida is the other team we got. We can't lose those two. I mean, personally, I would rather just go win all of them and then we're in the tournament and we don't have to worry about it. But I'm very excited. That's my sports hump. I'm sliding down, getting ready. Cannot wait to go watch that game. What's yours? You can uh, tweet me out. Uh, sports with Strawberry Ice. The handle is Jeff A. Trenopole. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and on the YouTube channel. You can message down below. And as always, that's just sports, baby. Like, subscribe, share. We're up to 134. I have no idea how many people listen to me on the podcast because there's so many different podcast applications. But tell all your friends about me. See you guys.